Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Apostles of Tomorrow podcast, a podcast to help fellow Gen Z apostolics striving to find and pursue their calling of God. Hosted by Garrett, Dylan, and Chris. Real quick, before we get into this episode, do you follow us on Instagram? If you don't, you really should. We post motivational quotes, Bible verses, IGTV devotions, and you'll be updated every time we upload a new episode. Now on to the podcast. One last thing before we get into today's episode. This is the second part of our recording with Evangelist AJ Holloway, so if you have not listened to the first part, please do. It helps this one make more sense. Now on to the episode. And Peter would be the one in Acts 2 who would stretch forth hands. 3,000 people mm-hmm. would be filled. Yeah. So I go back to the title of this whole mm-hmm. lesson. Give God a hand. Yeah. Don't don't give him a hand with a cell phone in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give him a hand with, okay, God, I want to be a good preacher. Don't give him a hand and say, God, can I hold on to my security mm-hmm. along with having you? Yeah. No, you either let go or you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see what happens to people who don't let go. Pharaoh said, I will not let your people go. Mm-hmm. And God gave him 10 opportunities to repent. And time after time, he says the same thing. I will not let go. I will not let mm-hmm. go. I will not let go. Wow. So you choose. Are you going to give him a hand? Or are you just going to give him a little bit of yourself. God doesn't, he's a jealous God. He doesn't take a little bit of you. He, he wants all of you. Mm-hmm. He wants every bit of your attention. This is why he told Moses uh, on the day of, of Pentecost in Exodus um, 19, mm-hmm. he's standing looking at a mountain and it's on fire. That was on the day of Pentecost. It was 50 days after Passover. Mm-hmm. He's standing there and he's looking at his mountain burning. And this is what God says. He said, Moses, I want you to come up into the mountain and be there. Well, that's a funny way to say that, isn't it? Come up to the mountain and be there. Mm-hmm. What it's saying is, is you can be in the presence of God and not be in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got people going into prayer meetings and their minds are on Zoom meetings. We've got young men who are just saying, God, can I give you a finger? Can I give you just one finger? And I Don't, do I have to give you my whole hand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And God's like, it's either all of you or none of you. That's entirely up to you. I won't make you do it. Yeah. But I really want to use your hand. And I want to use it so powerfully that people won't even tell the difference between you and me. They'll wonder, was that God or was that you? Wow. And your response will always be like Moses. Mm-hmm. See the salvation of the Lord and how he has stretched forth his hand. Mm-hmm. That's good. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dash the enemy Mm. in pieces but none of that ever happens until you let go it's good it is time it is time guys this is 2020 
this thing is wrapping up. He is he's accelerating callings. He's accelerating anointings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You three guys and those listening, you're only listening to this because you're hungry. Those that are listening to this aren't listening because they just want to have something good to pat them on the back and go running off. That's not my ministry. I'm not going to pat you on the back. I'm going to tell you what thus saith the word mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. And it is time for a generation to let go of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no Mustangs in heaven. We're not going to drive to heaven. We're going to be raptured to heaven. And it's only going to be raptured to heaven because of us who lifted up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be any, there's no Instagram going to heaven. There's no iPhone going to heaven. There's only two things going to heaven, souls and the presence of God. That's the only two things that deserve my time. So I have to be willing to let go of everything else and just say, give me God or give me death. I want nothing else on this planet. All I want to do is reach the lost. All I want to do is touch the presence of God and to do that I will cast myself into the sea if that's what it costs mm-hmm. God I need every ounce of you that I can get and you will not enter that dimension until you can totally let go that's good. I'll give you this this last narrative really quick and then if you guys have questions then great yes, but I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast about the significance of the east as you see Adam and Eve was cast out of the east That means the garden was west. The heavenlies was westward. Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling you to literally go get a compass and go west and you'll walk into heaven. That's not what I'm saying. It's just a, it's a narrative device that they're using in Mm -hmm. the Bible. Every time man was, was falling away from God, the Bible shows they were walking Mm -hmm. east. So check this out. God speaks to Abram in the book of Genesis. And he says, Abram, come out of Haran. That phrase come out in Hebrew is lech lecha. It's the Hebrew phrase. He says, go to yourself. That's what it says in Hebrew. Go to yourself. Mm -hmm. What God was saying was, Abram, you're not who you're supposed to be when you're living in the East. Because that's where Haran was. It was in the East. He said, that's not you. Go to who you're really supposed to be. And the Bible shows that he leaves and watch this. This is so crazy. When you read the Bible, you just you got to pay attention to every little word. The Bible shows that he begins to travel. And he travels towards the Negev, is what it says in the English. That's the Hebrew word for south. He traveled south. Mm-hmm. He lived right between east and west. And watch this. The Bible says he, he pitched his ohel, his house. That's what the Hebrew word for mm-hmm. house is. He pitched his ohel between the city of Ai and Bethel, there's a word play. It was Bethel means the house of God or God's house. Mm-hmm. Ohel was his house. And he pitched his, he built his house between I and Bethel, the house of mm-hmm. God. The word I in Hebrew was a city and the word means a heap of trash. <laughs> he built his house somewhere between a heap of trash and the house <laughs> of God. And he said, I'm good living right here. Just right between, I'm not in the world. Wow. I'm not in the Holy of Holies, but where I'm at is good. It's good right Mm -hmm. here. And 25 years goes by. God tests Abram 10 times. You study it. 10 times he tests him, calling him to Bethel, the house of God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible shows he's traveling north and west. He goes down to Egypt. That's, That's south. He travels down to Egypt. Nothing goes right. He goes back north to to Hebron. Nothing goes right. He goes back down south. Ten times he does this. 25 years living between the heap of trash and the Mm -hmm. house of God. And then the Hebrew, it says, and finally, after all of this, God gave him one final test. 
He said, Abraham, rise up and offer your son to me as a sacrifice. I want everything from you that you love. Mm-hmm. You lay it all down. And I don't know what happened to Abraham that morning, but the Bible says he woke up early. Something finally snapped in him that said, I'm tired of living in the South. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go west to the house of God. And he goes up Moriah, which is where Bethel was. Mm-hmm. And he goes up there to give everything, to let it all go, even his son. He rears back with that knife. And look what God says. Abraham, Abraham, don't take thy son, thy only son's life. For now I know. There's things that God only knows when you show him. Mm-hmm. Does God know how committed you are? He's not going to know until you show him. Yeah. That was the 10th test. Abraham said, I will lay it all down. I'll give it all up. Even my son. Mm-hmm. Now compare that to Pharaoh. The 10th test for Pharaoh was his son. Wow. And he did not let go and he lost his son. Wow. You see how the Bible is showing mm-hmm. us this? God is calling us to live in the spirit realm. He said, come up here to my house and you mm-hmm. live here. But to get here, it's going to cost you everything that you hold near and dear. Mm-hmm. The house of God will cost you everything. And it's worth the price because he was willing to lay it all down. God let him have it mm-hmm. all. And that was the day you can read your Bible. That was the day that God fulfilled the He's, he's activated the covenant in Abraham's mm-hmm. life. So, are you willing to give him a hand? If you are, then I'll shoot straight with you. It costs everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I guess I shouldn't have said that was my last illustration because one more just hit me. You do what you got to do. You do what you do. I was on a cruise I was traveling um, on a cruise liner, and what happens is when you when you you know this if you've ever been on a cruise when you pay for your cruise all the food is included. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't yeah. know that, <laughs> so I'm sitting down at dinner one night and they hand me my menu and I'm looking on it, and I leaned over to my, to Amanda, my wife, and I said, I said, "Babe, there's no prices on any of this. Like, how much does it cost?" <laughs> she was like, "Babe, it was included in the price. You can have whatever you want." And I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> So I got like like four pieces of cake and I was feasting from a menu without prices. And this is, this is what we're living in right now. Mm -hmm. We have young people who are going to youth rallies. They're going to youth Congress and they hear anointed preaching. They hear anointed singing. They're on YouTube. They're seeing viral channels and they're seeing all this stuff around them. And they're like, man, I want that. They sit down with the menu and they're like, God, I want an anointed ministry. I want to, I want to lay hands on the sick, see them healed. God, I want to travel. God, I want to sing and I want heaven to fall. I want this. I want that. I want to go there. I want to do this. And they're picking from a menu that they think doesn't have a price. Mm. And it costs for Abraham to get a covenant. There was a cost for Moses to get the anointing he had was a cost. For Elijah, for Elisha, for all of these people, for David, there was a cost. There was a price tag attached. Any anointed man or woman of God that you you see or hear, if you could hold an x-ray up to their spirit, you'll see scars. 
you'll see brokenness. Mm-hmm. You're going to see so many things. Mm-hmm. And what you see in power on the outside, you see nothing but brokenness on the inside. I remember last year I was preaching at a service and God told me there was going to be miracles in the house. And I said, okay, God, I said, how are you, how are you going to do this? And God spoke to me. He said, AJ, he said, you are a medicine bottle. You have healing in you, but you were born without a lid. And the only way the healing that is in you can flow out is I got to break the bottle because it has no lid. He said, it flows out of your brokenness. That's where the anointing flows out of. And your brokenness keeps you humbled in my presence. Mm-hmm. And you always will be aware that it was me who did the work and not mm-hmm. you. You will always be broken before you're used. There's so, a cost. It, ministry cost everything. If you're going to be used by God mightily, mm-hmm. then you, you don't get to go before the throne of God holding anything. You go before the throne of God with empty hands. Because when your hands are empty before the throne, you can finally lift them before the Savior. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you can't lift up all the junk in your hands standing in his presence. Mm -hmm. You have to let it go. That is the cost. Your desires, your opinions, politics, none of that gets to go before the throne. Mm -hmm. Your religion, none of that. that, None of that gets to go before the throne. It all has to be let go and you have to just stand before Christ, broken and empty. Mm -hmm. Then he can feel you. He can't put a calling in your hand when you're holding all your stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Give him your hands, guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I got. I've gone like 46 minutes, I think. That's, that's all good. Awesome. That's all good. That was great. awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like mind-blowing. That was great. Mm-hmm. Just do any of you guys have anything y'all kind of want to say or anything before we end? Um, There's something I was thinking about is a lot of people now feel like a sense of entitlement with I guess their hands with the way I'm trying to keep it in theme or whatever but they feel a sense of entitlement <clears throat> that th- these are mine already so I'm going to use them I'm going to be the one that used them to do this thing I'm going to be the one that used them to heal someone or I'm going to be the one they feel this sense of entitlement but it wasn't yours to begin with God made us all and he's the one that kind of gave us the ability in the first place and so we yeah. were so used to feeling this and so used to being in it that we are yeah. entitled to it. And so that's just one thing that popped into my head is a lot of people are entitled and kind of arrogant and aren't realizing that, ooh, sorry. Um, they aren't realizing that it's 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 not yours to begin with. It wasn't ever yours. God g- yeah. so graciously gave this to you and right. you're lucky he hasn't taken it away already. Yeah. I think that's why we that's burn right. out so quickly. That's right. Because we're running off our own selves without just letting God lead us and control us mm-hmm. yeah. like doing everything in his will and we constantly try to do it in our will and it just wears us out Yeah, we're humans, we have flesh that's right we are humans so what we need to do is we, know, we need to learn how to kill the human so this year I've I think this weekend I think this is like 108 or 110 services I've preached this year so it's been a lot of pouring out yeah And I've learned that when you pour out, you empty yourself. Every every service, every podcast, everything, you're pouring out. And that is good. We're designed for. But you have to. This is what I do. This is a practical thing to what you just said. After every single service, 
every podcast, whatever it is. What I do is I leave from that and I go find a place and I kneel and pray for a few minutes and I, I repent to God and I say, God, you know how our world works. There's going to be retweets. There's going to be compliments. So Lord, this is what I dedicate to you. I will not, I don't go through a social media feed. I don't let myself for pride's sake and for many other reasons. So I don't even do it. I won't mm-hmm. go through it. And I just say, God, I dedicate that to you. I know who did the work. Mm-hmm. You did the work. Now, Lord, you refill everything that was just poured out mm-hmm. because I don't want to go forth empty. Yeah. That when you do those things, because you're always going to get hit hardest after you've ministered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always do. Mm-hmm. And if you will practice that, you're refreshing yourself in the spirit. Mm-hmm. You won't burn out. You're learning how to rest in Christ. And I never take a break. You know, I know, I know some people, I had an elder of mine tell me this. He said, be careful what you binge out on after you've ministered. Mm -hmm. Because I know some people that like, man, I need to go rest my mind. I'm going to go binge on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I will not do that. Mm -hmm. And I recommend nobody do that because you're empty after you minister and you're about to fill yourself up with something. It better not be Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I'm just Mm -hmm. straightforward about this. If you're listening and it offends you, then you probably need it. But <laughs> the the thing mm-hmm. is, is you've got to fill yourself with spirits. Mm-hmm. You rest in him, not in everything else around you. Mm-hmm. You rest in Christ and he restores you. He refills you. I don't go into a two hour prayer meeting after I preach. Mm-hmm. I go and I replenish. I say, Lord, you fill me back up. And I have, by the grace of God, by that, I've been able to travel without burnout. Mm-hmm. And you're you're sustained because the Bible says when they cast out spirits, they roam about in dry places. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. They're looking for someone who's empty. And so when you've poured yourself out, you need to go back into a prayer room and fill back up. And so I don't I don't binge watch. I don't do any of that. I rest in mm-hmm. Christ. I will I'll read Psalms. I'll listen to godly mm-hmm. music and get into a mindset of worship. These are all practical things that I personally do, and you will you will notice the difference. But yes, it's we get this sense of entitlement because we're not refreshing ourselves after we're becoming intoxicated with compliments. Because mm-hmm. if you if you do well, if the power of God moves, it wasn't because of you; it's because of God. And people come and compliment you. Get retweeted. You get Instagram stories. All that mm-hmm. stuff. It does. It, it it hits you in the mind. And any, I don't care who who you are, it's it it mm-hmm. does. It makes you feel good about yourself. So you have to go into prayer and say, God, I know who did the whole work. You keep yourself in check and you stay broken before the throne, mm-hmm. and you'll stay full before the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a little bit of practical advice mm-hmm. right there. That's a great, great, uh, great input. Whoever said that. Mm-hmm. All three of y'all's voices sound the same. Everyone <laughs> says that. Everyone, Everyone says, says that. that. <laughs> oh my word! Y'all just all three of you said it in perfect. Sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone says y'all all sound the same. I don't know who he's talking. Mm. I know. Um, I'm going to put voice changers on. Yeah. <laughs> um, what you were saying about Psalms that reminds me. Uh, verse we had to learn for Bible quizzing was, "I will uh, laid me down and slept. I wait for the Lord to sustain me." I think Psalms three and five. Mm. And um, that was one of my favorite ones to learn this the year was I laid me down and slept. I awoke for the Lord sustained me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Does anybody else have anything they kind of want to add or questions for him or something like that? I mean, I'm. I don't really have much of that anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, he knocked it out of the park. He allowed mm-hmm. God to use him. There's not much for me to add. Mm-hmm. So, well, didn't leave a lot of questions unanswered. Which yeah. That's how you know. Yeah, he went into depth and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much on behalf of like all of us. We're so happy that you were mm-hmm. able. To it was awesome this. for sure. Yeah. So I, we enjoyed it, and I'm definitely sure our listeners are going to enjoy this. Man, I enjoyed it. Um, so thank you we, thank and, y'all for letting me oh, mm-hmm. for sure. and we're honored to have you um, mm-hmm. in the future we I, on behalf of, I'm pretty sure we're going to want you back because yeah, that was awesome for sure yeah. <laughs> so we're just, but thank you Anytime. for doing this yes sir and thank you we appreciate it so y'all just give me the time and I'll, I'll make it happen yes sir mm-hmm. thank you yes sir thank you so thank you guys for listening to this episode um, if you don't already follow us on Instagram I'll plug our Instagram again You can follow us at Apostles of Tomorrow, and we're out. Right. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Brother Aaron. Love you guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Take care. You too.